on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Yeah, is, is her co-parenting relationship inappropriate? Because her new boyfriend seems to think so. But let's see if we can solve this today with group therapy, okay? In case you're new to this, we do it every single Monday. Listeners reach out to us when they just want to get an outside perspective on the situation that we're in. So Kramer and I do our best to give advice, and then we turn to you so you can also help out your neighbor, too. You ever want to be on this segment? Just submit your story at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Brittany from Glen Burnie, good morning. Good morning. So what's going on? So my boyfriend thinks that it's inappropriate that I want to share a hotel room with my ex. <laughs> uh, <holy laughs> but we, why? Why and are we he doing? Is correct. Why are we doing it? For what well, reason? My kids have never been to Disney, and my daughter's turning nine. So I thought bringing them to Disney would be a great birthday surprise. Yeah. Um, but it's really expensive. Yeah. So I reached out to my ex-husband, seeing if he would maybe want to come along, you know, kind of help out financially. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we get along great. We just kind of grew apart. And we're both very involved in our, our children's lives. So, so y'all are cool. Exactly. Nothing weird yeah, happened. So. No, no, no cheating. No, nothing. And nothing's happened with y'all since no, the no, divorce. No, not at all. You know, it's all good. Okay. How long have you guys been divorced? Uh, three years now. Okay. Okay. So, um, the hotel that I picked out—it's like over five hundred dollars a night. So, wow. You know, kind of go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. So I had told my boyfriend about it, and sorry, really, how, how long have you and your boyfriend been together? We've been together for about eight months. Okay. He just thinks it's completely inappropriate. Like he doesn't, he doesn't mind us going to Disney together. It's just the whole hotel thing that he's really uncomfortable with. And was he invited? You invited him to this trip? Yeah, I mean, I invited him, but he has a really heavy work schedule, and he's not able to come. So. Okay, so now he's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, who, where, what's the sleeping situation? Are we talking like just a normal? Hotel room, like double bed situation? Definitely double bed, and we absolutely would not be in the same bed. Um, I would sleep with my daughter, and then he would sleep with my son. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 410-583-1065. Does this seem inappropriate to you? Very mature parent thing to do, by the way. Yeah. Love it. Love Thank that you. part. Ain't no way in hell somebody I'm dating doing that. Okay, Ain't can no I just... Ain't okay. no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. Before... No. Let me just... Jessica, can I, stop it. No, no, no. Just for a second. Like, as the Disney person on the show... You're, you're going this weekend. Yes. Okay? And we're barely eating. I'm, I'm making my own sandwiches over here. It's expensive. And so I'm just trying to think of the experience and, like, the bigger picture here. I understand what Brittany is trying to accomplish and you have to hear her say, first of all, like they have an amazing co-parenting, you know, situation. Yeah, I different. think that's, that yes. it's different. And, and, that's, kids, it's different. and that's a beautiful thing. Not a lot of people can say that they have that. And so she's trying to, one, help with the cost because hello, two kids. And then two, make sure that mom and dad are there. The boyfriend was originally involved. He unfortunately can't go. And she's trying to stay at like a really awesome hotel, which she needs, you know, it would make more sense for them to share. And if they've been able to be mature this entire situation, then like, come on. You're okay with Garage Boy staying in a hotel room with his ex-girlfriend. 
no. Okay. No, that I'm I'm putting myself into the mind frame of Garage of Boy having a child. And, yeah. And those hotels are expensive, but there ain't no way in hell you can be broken up with and go do that. That's not, not fair. under my watch, no, ma'am. She's trying to do something <laughs> for her kids. I'm 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 curious, man. So let's get the calls going. 410 583 1065. Hey, Trisha from Easton. Good morning. Good morning. Do you think this is inappropriate for them to stay in the same room? No. I think if they wanted to be together, they would have been together. Plus, they're going to have the kids with them. Yeah, that's what so, I'm like, thinking, So, like, what are they going to do in the hotel room with the kids? Like, come on. And you'd feel completely okay? Am I the only one that just I gets, mean, like, I cringe vibes from this? I the boyfriend's point of view. I get that. They're not... They haven't been together that long. Yeah. But, like... They're, when you make, they made a commitment to be a family no matter what, whether they're married or, or divorced. Right. And it's so awesome that these parents can actually come together for these kids. Yes. You don't see it happen. Like exactly. This. I, I don't disagree with that. Yes. But I think, I that think that's important. Yeah. If you're going to bring someone else into, there's got to be this healthy separation unless. But, so things don't get weird. But the, but the thing is, they're not like taking weekend trips all the time. This is Disney no. World. This okay. is a once. This is a one-time weird, thing. To the to them then or the kids then why? It, I because he has a problem with it, and I think it has to be taken into consideration, right? Like four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hey, Erica from Joppa. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. good. Does this seem inappropriate for you for her to stay with her ex husband in the same hotel room, even though she has a new boyfriend? I'm good with the co-parenting thing. That's great that they can get along and do all that together. But I think it needs to be in separate hotel rooms just for the fact that her boyfriend is stating that he has a problem with it. And out of respect for him, it shouldn't. It should, she should just get a cheaper hotel and you both can stay in separate rooms. And you're both there for the kids co-parenting at the same time and doing a great job. But at the same time, you're respecting your significant other. Just you, you can't see that. It would be a totally different story. 110 different story. I don't That's know. Just me. I just, my no, I, I, I just feel I'm like the kids. You. I just feel like the. I, I I get that you know the boyfriend is a factor, but I feel like when you come into a situation where there's kids involved and there's co-parents involved, I just feel like the kids have to be kind of first priority because that's the mom's first priority and I'm, I would just hope that he'd be understanding because it's like she's trying to do something special for them like I mentioned before who knows when they're going to want when they're going to be in a position to do this for the children you know yeah. that's that's my focus hey Kim from Perry Hall good morning good morning how are you we're good does this seem inappropriate for you to for them to share the same room so I, I'm not going to comment one way or the other, I'm just going to say I am a Disney vacation planner, and I have this happen all the time. Really? What? Yes. When you all the time? What so you, I would say like five to ten percent of the trips that I plan, it's this, it's a scenario, I, and I don't know if there's a, a, a significant other involved, like if there's a boyfriend. Okay. But they are usually separated, divorced, exes, you know, something like that. And they are planning a trip together to share the cost and also to share the experience with their kids. Yeah. Because Disney is a thing, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing. It <laughs> starts It starts the moment they wake up. The moment they wake up, they're excited, you know? So I, I could understand that, like, both parents are going to want to be part of every single moment of that experience. What does is, what is Kim the person think, though? Not Kim the... It's, it's interesting <laughs> to hear that. But, like, you as a person, do you think it's weird? So, I, I know, I don't... 
don't think that it's weird. I think that everybody <laughs> has to be on the same page. So Kim's like, this is 10% of my if, business. If I'm not saying anything. If there's somebody who's uncomfortable in the scenario, then that needs to be taken into consideration. Yes. And then maybe it is separate rooms. Yes. But I do, I do understand, and especially being a parent now, like I do understand you know, wanting to be there and, and just experience everything. And, and, and like I said, Disney, Disney is expensive. And there's, there's just a lot. There's a lot of moments. And if it was just one parent taking the children, the other parent's going to miss out on that. And so I, I, I get it from that perspective. And I'm sure that Kim would be happy to sell you two rooms instead of one, right? Is that <laughs> <laughs> that commission check would be much nicer. Um, but I think it's really interesting that this is way more common than we yeah, think it no, is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually really good to hear. Thank, Thank you, Kim. Thanks, Kim. Hey, Tom from Glen Burnie, good morning. Hey, uh, I've just been listening, and I'm actually Brittany's boyfriend. <gasps> And I, I just thought, you know, I've been listening here, and I want to get my two cents. Well, uh, right. yeah, the floor, the floor, the floor is yours. Why not? Let's yes, hop in this conversation. Hi, Tom. Hello, Tom. It makes me feel like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm playing as a schmuck here. Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, what? Is it? They don't need to stay in the same room. I agree. They're spending a ton of money going to Disney World. They can say a, a, a freaking, uh, you know, Best Western or Motel Six or something. Dude, I, listen, I, I 100% – listen, so, just so you know, we're on this – I'm on the same page as you. Like, if it makes me yeah. feel uncomfortable as well because yeah, – I mean, there's just no need for it. Like, they can have separate rooms. I – okay, I under – your feelings are valid, Tom. <laughs> However, Therapy. I'm just trying to look – I'm really trying to put the kids at the forefront – and Disney World is such an amazing experience, and sometimes people only go once in their lifetime. And so I, I think it's really awesome that Brittany is trying to go, you know, above and beyond and trying to create this experience for the kids. And so I feel yeah. like why, like why can't they? I mean, they've been having a really great, healthy, mature co-parenting situation, and it's just to give the kids the best experience of all time. Yeah, well, I mean, the kids, are, they, they, you know, if they really cared about the kids, they wouldn't have got divorced, all right? So, but that happened, right? So, oh, it, that's, okay, that, that's a stretch. That's, that's a stretch. I, I, don't I can't. Agree, I, I don't agree with that. I don't know that I can I can back you up on that one. You know, they're going to be sharing all these great times. And who, and who knows? They're in the same room. They're so close to each other. They could hook up again. They could get back to Jessica, they could hook up, up again. They could hook up They've again. They've been divorced for what, they, like two years? They could see each other naked. And no, that's like the, lo- that's, the last thing gonna, that we need, They're not going to change in front of each other. We're adults here. Like, come on, Tom. Tom. listen, I'm glad you called the day because, number one, it's important to hear this side. But, number two, I do not disagree with you. I do think it's just, it's just too much. So, thank you for taking the time to call, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Oh, uh, thank you. Ashley from Pikesville, you think that comment was inappropriate from Tom? Oh, sorry. Inappropriate. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life mm-hmm. as the child of two divorced parents. Uh, you know, if if two people aren't in love with each other, they're not going to create a happy home life for their kids. Right. Yeah. Like that. It just that that really just blew my mind. And just based on what I heard from him and that in that in those few minutes, I really feel like Brittany shouldn't even be with this person because he clearly only cares about his feelings. Right. What uh, What do you feel about the hotel situation? You know, I think, it, I mean, they've been divorced for three years, and if there's really nothing there, then there's nothing there. And if he trusted her at all, he wouldn't have a problem with this. Right. You know, and honestly, if he feels that strongly about it, he can fork out the money for the extra hey. hotel room. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay, that's not, not, not a terrible idea on that side, too. Thank you for calling us. Hey, Brittany, I'm sorry, what were you saying? 
I'm just saying, like, I cannot believe that he is. I, I'm honestly just embarrassed right now. I'm kind of reconsidering. Like, maybe he doesn't have the maturity. Like, I'm just trying to make the best for my kids right now. Yeah. And he just seems to be, like, not on the same page. You didn't know he was going to call like that? No. I had no idea. Here, okay. So, after hearing all of this, final thoughts. Let's do final thoughts. I don't think what you're doing is wrong. But I think that it is a opportunity to make some people who may not be as secure feel insecure. I mean, not only that, but like, Brittany, what you're saying, if he's not mentally and emotionally ready and prepared to be with someone who has kids, yeah, maybe this is something that you needed to see. Nothing illegal about this by any means, you know, but again, like, I'm, like, I'm not, I, the, at that call really kind of like took me back, but I... You know, one-tenth understand where he's coming from. I understand how that can make him feel uncomfortable. And maybe that just means he's not the partner for you, you know? And that's fine. Or like, for your particular situation. For the situation. Or yeah. maybe where you are in your, you know, your co-parenting development with your children. And I do feel like that has to come first because your kids are way more important than... And you need that support, too. Yeah. So, um, I don't... Does that does that sound right to you? Yeah, I mean, I see where you you guys are coming from, and I appreciate everything um, that you've done. I just, I'm I'm pretty pissed right now that you did that, so I think I just need to think everything over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like always, just take time, think it through, absolutely. But thank you for coming on this segment today, and at least giving giving us a chance to uh, to talk it out. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now. What in the world is up? How are you? Welcome back to what we call the 6 o'clock club. Good morning. I feel really refreshed today. Don't even know why. Good. Had a super stressful weekend doing taxes. Yeah. You're probably like (laughs) happy happy to be here. Happy to be back at work. Good. Woo! Um, 6 o'clock club. You know how to do this, right? We just need you to text us. 410-583- 1065. And if you're like, am I in the six o'clock club? The answer is, yeah, you're in. Like, this is anybody that's awake in Maryland first thing in the morning? This is you. So text us. We'll shout you out. 410-583-1065. Jess. Veronica, good morning. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Jim at USCG. LG, the sassy scientist. Kenny from PA. Sarah and Stu. Stephanie in Nottingham. Parker's Mimi is here. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning. Gabe the cop in Westminster. Stephanie Lynn. Good morning. Annabelle and her mommy and Haberda Grace. Cheryl is here. Leanne from Kent Island. Christine, good morning. Uh, Anthony from Catonsville. Terrence, Lisa, Lori, Grace, and Dundalk. WB from Glen Burnie. Mr. W. Brenda, the ride chair driver, good morning. Maddie, the teacher, 22 more sleeps. Yeah. Daryl and Severn. Sherry from Severn, good morning. 410-583-1065. Not about my weekend, Jess. Let's talk about yours. Yes. Give me, give me the top three best parts of your birthday weekend, okay? Okay. Number three. 
seen Megan the Stallion live changed my world. Good. Everything, she is everything and more. Like number two. She's literally a rock star and I love her. Number two. Eating everything that I wanted. What all did you eat? Um, did you go to Cheesecake Factory? No, we didn't what? go to Cheesecake Factory this weekend. Why? But like number two would say just like eating anything and everything and drinking yeah. everything and anything. Isn't that awesome when your birthday weekend? All the things. When you can just do whatever. Just by the way, just turned 29 in case you're like, why was it such a big weekend? That's why. Yeah. Number one. Number one, I'd say Garage Boy, literally, no one's ever said this to me in my life. And he was like, we can go anywhere and do whatever you want. So That's just nice. pick. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Take advantage of that. Because all my, my family's always, whenever I give my opinion, they're like, whatever, Jessica. <laughs> but he was like, we can literally go wherever you want. And I was like, it was almost like too much pressure. And we just like had the best weekend. That's super cute. Well, welcome to your second day of being 29. No, are you 29? You're 29. Yeah, 29. Good luck, man. Six o'clock club. Good morning. Let's do the show. Now. Now. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. The number of blue crabs in the Chesapeake Bay is estimated to be at its lowest point since 1990. According to the 2022 Blue Crab Winter Dredge Survey, there are an estimated 227 million blue crabs in the bay right now, which is down from 282 million from last year. The highest estimated for crabs in the bay was 852 million in 1993. According to the state, the focus now is on the adult female crab population. If you think of it as green, yellow, red, we are currently in yellow is kind of how officials are gauging it right now. It's not clear how this new information will impact the price of crabs and crab meat, but it's definitely something we should be prepared for. And state officials will meet in the coming weeks to create crabbing regulations for summer and fall. That means damn bushel of crabs are going to be $2,000 this summer. Expensive. Yeah, for sure. Number two. A woman named May Beal just graduated from the University of Maryland at the age of 82. She turned 82 last Tuesday, and she graduated the very next day. Uh, May earned a bachelor's degree in business management from UMGC to help her event planning business. And when May returned to school in her late 70s to pursue a degree, she had already spent several years in a career as a licensed practical nurse in D.C. She's also joined a few local boards, including Howard County Maryland Tourism and the Festival of the Arts and the Columbia Bright Minds Association to others who may be on the fence about pursuing higher education. May says to do what makes your heart sing. I feel excited. I feel accomplished. And I just feel that I have followed my dream. And one of my mantras is, it's never too late to follow your dream. Love that. So cute. Congratulations. Number one. This weekend, Saturday Night Live 47th season finale was also the finale for four of its major players. Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney all said goodbye. Kate McKinnon and Pete Davidson are among those departing from SNL, leaving the sketch institution, and arguably two of the most famous names on the episodes in the recent years. Uh, 38-year-old McKinnon has won two Emmys and was nominated for nine in her 10 seasons on the show. And 28-year-old Pete Davidson joined the cast in 2014 and has appeared in eight seasons. Pete said goodbye on the weekend update, saying, quote, thank you, Lauren, for never giving up on me or judging me, even when everyone else was. What's he going to do now? I don't know. Because he's not like, 
You know, he does move. He's been doing movies, whether he's like writing or producing. Yeah. But he is. He has a couple. I don't know how big his roles are, but he has a few movies coming out within I, the year. Or so. I feel like he's done. Like if I listen, Do you? if I had a. But super he likes stand up though. Yeah, I think possibly. you forget that. Like he does more stand up Netflix specials than you see him in sketches on SNL. But I think that he's like he's like I'm paid for now, y'all. Look at me. Like look what I got. I'm a damn Kardashian now. I don't have to work. But how long is he going to be? I mean, he better keep it up. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find me a rich girlfriend and be done. One day, Jess, I'm just not going to come in the show. You're going to be like, wonder what happened. You're going to know deep in your heart yeah. that I met someone rich and I'm fine. Okay. So don't worry about it. Love that for you. <laughs> this is you. Jess and that was your top three. I have got a Pennsylvania double doozy for you today, Jessica. Ooh. The double doozy. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Maryland... I've tried to articulate this fact to you for the last couple of, well, now almost two years. One of our neighboring states, there's always peculiar noise coming from it. Yes, and we always say it with love because we love our neighbors in PA. And we also know that, like, you know, not everything's cool up in our house over here. But the more, like, bizarre things tend to come from PA. Just notice it. It's not just me that, I mean, like... Just notice as you're looking through the news. I These just, are trending stories, by the way. Yeah. I open up the the Baltimore Sun every morning, Jess, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. what's happening in the world? And just always there's some weird story out of Pennsylvania. Today I got a double doozy for you. Number one's kind of low-key. I just found this interesting. There's a man in Pennsylvania. His name is Jack Goldberg. He just became the 11th person in the whole entire world to ever get a perfect score in Pac-Man. Okay. Yeah. Dude completed all 256 levels, which, by the way, I can't get past, like, level three in Pac-Man, so God bless him. That's pretty cool. Four hours, 12 minutes it took him. He uh, racked up over three million points. Is the highest possible score in the game. He said his next goal, by the way, is to get the highest possible score in Galaga. So Four hours. Four hours history made. A little positive PA story. I like that. All right. I'm going to take you now over to, this is, um, what was this neighborhood called? City Circle or something like that? It's right outside of Philadelphia. Jess, these two suspects broke into, of all places, the oh, Center City. Sorry, Center City, Philadelphia. Okay. Two suspects broke into the Ritz-Carlton. Okay. And... Can't be mad about it. I've used a I, pool here or there that I wasn't supposed to be in. Would be fine. Just saying. Couldn't be mad about it, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What the, all they did. It'd be fine. Yeah, like what they do. They actually, they ended up robbing the place. They forced themselves in through the basement door. What did they take? Towels? I've also taken towels before. It's not necessarily about what they took in this story. I'm okay. having you try to finish the story, okay? okay. <laughs> it's where they took stuff from. All right. Okay? Where mm-hmm. in the hotel... Do you think these suspects in PA yeah. stole from in the Ritz-Carlton and ended them up in PA so cray-cray? Supply closet? Like like random toilet things. Paper, yeah, possibly. like just like random toilet trees. Or like where you know, whatever this supply closet. I would love to find this where they have like all like the candies they give you. Sure, or like the, the little bottles of shampoos and soaps. Could be a good headline for PA so cray here. Yeah. Nope. These uh these suspects broke into the loss prevention office. Okay, so like oh, where no. things go for loss. Yeah, like loss when you lose things. Yes. They broke into there. Okay. And they went to the locker room. They started stealing people's lost stuff. Yeah. Which kind of negates what is there in the first place. Right. So obviously that made a, a turn the headlines. By the way, if you know these suspects steal and lose, if you know more, you should call 911. Oh, right. The suspects that steal from the um, Not good. loss prevention office. Not good. At the Ritz Carlton. PA is so cray cray. Morning. Do you feel like time is flying by? Like today is May 23rd, 2022. 
And like, do you, are you looking at your life right now being like, wow, like where has the time gone? This segment may be for you this morning. It's Mix 106.5. We're Kramer and Jess. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on the radio show. And it's because we feel like Monday is when everybody needs a little extra boost to get their day started. So we invite my mom all the way from Georgia on to come do this with us. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. This is Nancy Yancey. That is her real name, by the way. Uh, my mom and I have a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy, which we just talk about life and get some mom advice. It's, it's pretty cute, I think. It's uh, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But for the radio show today, Mom, we're doing Mom's Monday Motivation. So what we got? It's from Michael Alshuler. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Oh. <laughs> Jess, your birthday was yesterday. Uh-huh. Just the, the ripe old age of 29. Happy birthday to you. Can't wait to celebrate with you soon. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, oh, yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel like life is flying by yet? Yeah, but uh, the quote really resonates with me because I feel like you get so nervous that everything is like passing you by but you forget that you know you get to do what you want with the time mom how do you feel about that 70 no 69 how old are you (laughs) 72 how old are you i'm still 69 until september okay 69 (laughs) my mom's 69 years old do you how how do you feel about how does that quote hit you then no it's amazing i mean time does fly but the good news is that you know you make the decision every day and i still do so of, of how you're going to spend your time. We all have 24 hours in every day, and we should try to make the best of every single day because it does go by. Yeah. I can't believe I'm almost 70. Yeah. I don't know where all that time went, but it's been wonderful. All I think if you're going to take that quote as truth, which I think it's a good one, you also think I think you need to think about like where, where your plane's going to stop then. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. you're in control, here's, I'm, I'm hitting that weird midlife crisis spot, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll be 40 in a year. My birthday's coming up uh, God, two weeks from now. And mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be 39 this year, but close enough. And like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think about the kind of stuff like, of like if I'm in control. Because in your twenties, I feel like you're just kind of like la da 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 da. But then just like, trying to like keep your head above water. Yeah, thirty though, you start to feel a little more comfortable in your own skin. And you're like, hey, what do I really want to do? Yeah. In the second half of my life. But if you know you're in complete mm-hmm. control of it, that's not to feel so lost. So lost, so trapped. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I'm trying to figure out in therapy right now. But that's a good one, mom. So uh, that is Mom's Money Motivation. If you need some extra motivation in your life, you can always get motivational texts from my mom for free with what we call Mama Texts. If you text the word hello to 833-MAMA-TEXT, hello to 833-MAMA-TEXT, then uh, you can get those on your phone every Monday for free. It's uh, 833-M-A-M-A-T-E-X-T. All right, Mom, that's it for today. Have a great week. I love you. Okay, love you forever. We're wrapping up the school year, man. A lot of you guys, Towson's graduating on Friday. I know University of Miracle. Now. 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 These are the top three trending.
You know what I'm trying to say. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Basically, the school's ending, yeah. Number 3. Parents dealing with baby formula shortage are finally getting some relief. The first shipment of Operation Fly formula at 78,000 pounds arrived in Indianapolis yesterday aboard a military cargo plane from Germany. And the delivery is the equivalent of more than a million and a half eight-ounce bottles. Another shipment of baby formula is said to arrive in the U.S. on Wednesday. It's not clear how much infant formula will be brought over on the second flight, but it comes as the White House has announced its first two Defense Production Act authorizations to address the nation's shortage. And this move allows top baby formula maker Abbott Laboratories to receive priority orders of raw materials so they can increase production by more than a third. What we've said, too, is because obviously it's a struggle here in Maryland, too, to find baby formula. If you're at a store and you see some, if you're a parent that is searching for some and you find some, can you just text us and let us know where you see it? Because then we can kind of let people know where it's going to be. Number two. You may need to throw away your peanut butter. J.M. Smucker is recalling certain types of Jif peanut butter in the U.S. because of a salmonella outbreak that's affected 12 different states. The company said that the peanut butter was sold nationwide and the recall includes more than 20, 45 kinds of products. The affected products include creamy and crunchy peanut butters, um, their peanut butter to-go packs, and also the natural squeeze pouch. 14 people have become ill and two have been hospitalized. No deaths have been reported. The illnesses occurred in 12 states, Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Massachusetts, Missouri, New York, Virginia, North Carolina, Ohio, South Carolina, and Washington. The CDC estimates that for every person with a confirmed case, there are about 30 more illnesses that go unreported. And all products were shipped nationwide, like I mentioned, so definitely check your kitchen. And I also posted a link that has the full list of products for you. You can check on our Facebook and our Instagram story. Just search Kramer and Jess. I was trying to figure out as a grown man, I should probably know the answer to this, like what the symptoms of salmonella are. Mm. But it's what you think it would be. Stomach issues, fever. Um, Six days after infection, they say they can last four to seven days. Just F1, because I was like, what would I look for? I don't even know what the thing would be. They're recommending too, if you have a, a GIF product right now, probably just toss it. Yeah. Number one. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker said, I do again in a lavish ceremony in Italy over the weekend. And this wedding pretty much took over the internet the last three days. Both the bride and groom were outfitted in Dolce & Gabbana. Courtney wore a custom white corseted mini dress with a long, dramatic veil. And Travis was in a sleek black suit. Their bridesmaids included Courtney's daughter, Penelope, uh, Travis's daughters, Alabama, and Atiana. Courtney's entire family was there. Several celebrities were on hand for their third and hopefully final wedding including Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, and Travis's Blink-182 bandmates. There's also a rumor that Beyonce was there, but I don't know about that. I haven't seen any pictures of her. Did anybody else see this picture this weekend and feel like, we got it, you're married, okay? Why? Because we are, I feel like we already celebrated you. No, she did like, they did like an intimate, just a court, no, no, not even a month ago. Like, they just had the courthouse thing with it. it was just her great her grandmother and then his dad was there so this time like everyone was there they just had two witnesses and that was it did you but did you feel a little anticlimactic about it it's just one of the things that we're thinking about, like this should not be another headline this should not be another headline no. it's like with my sister right she didn't get to wear like the big wedding dress no. this time she had it so i was like girl do your thing my sister had two weddings last year and, like, the second one just didn't feel as special because I was like, we already did it. But that's we because she didn't did have this. everyone I, there that it, she wanted at the that's first fine. one. That's fine. Whatever reason you want to use. I'm about it. Any excuse to celebrate love, I'm down. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Well, 
here we are, all together, except for Anonymous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. I think we might... We might have ourselves a Talk Me Up at Unsolved Mystery in our hand. Um, we. What is this 80s music you're playing right now? You don't know Unsolved Mysteries? Oh, no. I yeah, don't. this is the theme song for Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, okay. So we should have to leave it an Unsolved Mystery. I mean, I'm going to wait. Two people called, neither were anonymous. Yeah. In case you're just tuning in, don't know what's going on, we do a segment on Thursdays called Talk Me Out of It, where listeners call in and say, I think about doing something crazy. I know it's kind of crazy, but like, is it crazy good or crazy bad? And we try to either tell them to go for it or talk them out of it. You want to tell her story? So she wanted to meet up with her ex-boyfriend for Preakness over the weekend. He reached out to her. They broke up about a year and a half ago. He cheated on her twice. And so they broke up after the infidelity took place for the second time. But she's never gotten over him. And we found out through a supposed a supposed friend of hers that basically confirmed that he did get someone pregnant in their circle of friends. So what we always say is, hey, give us an update, right? Like, we want to talk to you at Monday. Call us back at 820. If, you know, if she went, how'd it go? How, yeah, was it like the love connection you thought it was going to be? Mm-hmm. Was he a jerk? Did you end up not going because you just felt overwhelmed by the whole thing. I mean, any, we don't know. Yeah. But we always say, listen, if we don't hear back from you, we just have to assume the worst case scenario happened. Mm-hmm. Because what else do we have to go off of, right? I'm trying to wait. I know. <laughs> to see we're trying. We're stalling. Before we give an unsolved mystery conclusion. Because we don't get any of their information no, on we, purpose. We never ask for the phone number, names, anything. We don't want to know. What do you th- okay, so what do you think happened, Jess? If we're saying worst case scenario, what do you think actually happened? I think she went and they're back together and she doesn't wanna she doesn't even wanna possibly run into the same situation that happened last Thursday with somebody in the situation calling in and either revealing some information yeah. or whatever. I think it's worse than that. I think she went I think that she still had feelings for him and I think it's probably the same old BS because when we talked last week it wasn't like hey let's get together and see if we should be in a relationship yeah it was like hey let's meet up no strings attached if from life experience just watching these kind of situations for many years now mm-hmm. and talking about relationships I yeah. think probably what happens they went and this wasn't like over coffee you no know? <laughs> it probably went like at pregnancy. they probably got wasted mm-hmm. they probably hooked up yeah She's probably feeling like crap this morning because she realizes the same old nonsense it was yeah. when they were together. If I had, this is all assumption at this point because that's all we have to go off of. I just hope she's okay. But uh, that's all we can do when we get what we call a talk me out of it, unsolved mystery. If we hear back, we'll let you know. But until then, it's just going to remain unsolved. Have you ever missed anything because you were too drunk? Because y'all, I got too drunk and I missed Lauren Hill on Friday. <laughs> No. I'm so mad. I went to my first Freakness over the weekend, and on Friday. Uh, yes, I, Jessica. I, I made what it. happened on Friday, Jessica? You know, it was my birthday weekend, as you all know. And I was excited. I was excited to be outside for the first time in a long time in that kind of environment. And I got too wild. <laughs> you might have seen me. Uh, 
you know, I was definitely in the crowd doing you know, my thing to Megan the Stallion, and then it got fuzzy a little bit after that. Do you think, was it bad enough to where we have to do some type of, like, public apology this morning? I don't think so. Okay. No one came up to me. I didn't hear anything, so <laughs> that's a positive. I don't know. I hope not. So what happened? So you, in case you don't know, Lauren Hill and Megan the Stallion both performing at Pregnus over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Jess was excited to get there. And it was so much fun. It was so, so but cool. I feel like at 29... To my defense, Lauren <laughs> Hill did probably... not perform on time, which I didn't expect, and I would never require her to, because Miss Lauren Hill can take as much time as she needs. Yeah. However. Wait, where'd you tap out? What time was it where you tapped out? I don't know what time it was. Where you I don't even know out. what time. I don't know what time. How'd it was. you get home? Garage boy, a boyfriend, always saving the day like usual. Wow. Yeah. How was? What was his reaction to missing it? He was okay. He was fine? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he just didn't want to deal with like. I'm, I think the priority was getting me home. I'm sure. Was the safest and smartest decision for us. We had a great time. I'm just bummed that I didn't make it. Have you ever missed anything, though? Have you? I'm trying to think. You have to. I feel like everyone's been in that situation. I did. And we can actually, we can take phone calls. I hope we'll get a call about this. 410-583-1065. Do you got a story that starts with, I was so drunk that I missed blank? Could have been an event. Could have been something more personal. The last time that I was too drunk and missed something was New Year's Eve 2006. I missed the ball drop. Okay, I feel New like Year's a lot Eve. of people well, do. The, the, missed the ball drop? Oh, wait, what do you mean? Like, the ball? like I, I was in you? a cab. This is this is this, how long ago it was. I was in a cab at like 10.45 p.m., mm-hmm. okay? Like, I didn't get anywhere near... New Year's because I got too drunk early on in the night. So I remember at this point I was dating my ex-wife and she was pissed. She was make pissed it? because I got too drunk too fast. This is so common. And though. so we had to leave yeah. before the ball even dropped. And yeah. she was like, what? Mm-hmm. She got ready and she's like, I'm, I'd be so <laughs> we were, pissed. We yeah. were there for like an hour. Yeah, that's uh... I got too excited, I think. Yeah, yeah. Let's, Same. Me too. Let's see if we can get some calls on this. I don't know how common this is, but do you have a story that goes... I got so drunk that I missed blank. Hello, James from Middle River. Good morning. Good morning. Appreciate your honesty on this. You thank were, you. Thank you, you, you sir. Were, you were too drunk. You missed what? Keith Urban in concert. Oh, Let me tell you all wow. something. Because I did, I did country radio for two years. If you've never been to a country concert before, the wildest I mean, there is no hip-hop concert. There is no nothing that compares to the party that a country... Uh, music person puts on just hands down. So, how when did you have to tap out? By the way, oh, so we were obviously tailgating yeah. like a good portion of the day, and you know, like any concert starts at like you know seven, eight ish. I got through like the first two opening acts, and kind uh, of just blacked out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, like, I don't remember, but it wasn't good. Right. I no. never saw Keith. That's what matters. Wait, so you missed him, or did you get kicked out, James? Oh, I definitely got kicked out. Uh, Wait, you did get kicked uh, out? Say that again? You did get kicked out or you did not? I, I did get kicked you out. You did get kicked That's even worse. Okay, now that's worse. Yeah. If you're asked to leave because of it, that's that's even Do you remember why? What happened to make uh, you? Oh, well, there was a trash can and uh, did a little damage. Okay. And uh, so the guy's like, all right, let's go. I'm like, nope, it's all good. You're like, I'm fine. Yeah, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Right, right. I, you know, I left. Like, my wife was walking me out. She's like, all right, you know where the car is. Oh. And then the, 
the security guard was like, man, you have to go with him. And she's like, the heck I am. Yeah, she's like, like I'm know, not missing Keith Urban. So messy. God, if something happens to you, like, you know, it, you know, you can't, you can't come back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not going to happen. Well, I'm sure it was an amazing concert. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you missed it. Sorry, man. <laughs> 410-583-1065. Olivia up in PA. Uh, you you uh you got too drunk and missed what? I missed my Snoop Dogg concert. That was probably Wait, half the crowd did. Snoop Dogg, very popular oh, hip hop artist, Jessica. Girl, <laughs> you know. I don't no. know that most people could tell me what happens at a Snoop Dogg concert. <laughs> right. It's fun though, I'll tell you that. What happened? Do you remember like why? Like like where did where did you have to tap out? Um, I actually I lived in Colorado at this time in Alamosa oh, and me and perfect. my friend Brittany yes. were pre gaming yes. at the house. And we pre-gamed a little too hard. Yeah, just just one one too many. Oh man! Yeah, that was it. That was the end. So did you ever actually make it to the venue, or you didn't make it to the venue? I didn't make it at all. Wow! You guys stayed at the house. And what, yeah. wait, why did you have a tap out then? Was did somebody to tell you no, or did you pass out, well, or what? I had never had Maker's Mark before, so oh. I think that's what it was. That's oh. bad. Yeah, that's a bad one. Okay, thank you for calling us. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. I'd love to get a story. I don't know if we can or not, but I'd love to get a story about somebody that like missed something massive. Like not just not like a concert, but like a wedding. Can you imagine that? Like like you missed somebody's wedding because like you you partied too hard before the ceremony even started. Oh no. Henny from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I was so drunk I missed blank. What? I missed graduation. Oh my god, girl, I almost did too. <laughs> I swear to you, I almost missed mine. My what? parents were so pissed. Now, I wasn't, like, pre-drinking for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. I was up with my roommates drinking the night before yep. celebrating. Mm-hmm. And graduation was at, like, 9 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Why, why did they do slept, that? Yeah. I don't know. It's terrible. And I slept through it. All of us slept through it. <gasps> um, so, wait, was your family, like, there at graduation or your friends or family, whoever? No. Okay. So it you... was out of town. It was out of town. Uh, my parents couldn't make it, um, but they were going to have like a party for me yeah. outside of that. But I, we woke up after it had ended. No. And people were like, where are you? You're supposed to be graduating right now. Wait, you didn't um, walk? You didn't walk at all? No. Oh, oh girl. Yeah, that's I'm bad. very distraught. I, I'm oh. sure. I'm sure. I can't imagine what that felt like when you rolled over and realized what time it was. Thank I'm you sorry. for calling us. 410-583-1065. Jamie, this was your dad? <laughs> yes, it was. Your so. dad was so drunk, what'd he miss? He missed part of the wedding reception. Oh, I honestly, I'm kind of afraid because that's something my dad would do. What happened? Yeah, so the funny thing is, I didn't find out about this until like a year later. So, okay. um, yeah, so yeah. we, of course, had open bar, and my dad was a smoker. So I do remember him coming up to me and just being like, hey, I'm going to go out and have a cigarette. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm doing my thing. Yes. You know, it's the wedding. Sure. And But apparently what happened was when he came back in, he went into the wrong ballroom. Oh, and no. he was sitting, like, or hanging out, I guess you would say, like, near their bar and just, like, talking to the Shooting bartender. The yeah. He and was at a different guy, wedding? A, a, yeah, and apparently a guy came up and was like, hey, and my father was very, very, um, <sighs> like, he would talk to anybody. Yeah. So the guy was like, so, you know, how do you know the bride or, or the groom? And he's like, what do you mean, man? I saw a daughter. Oh, and no. the guy was like, that's not 
your daughter. Oh, God. No. No. <laughs> like, where are you? So, how did dad, how did dad end up? Did, at that point, did he just go back to his room, or what did he do? Um, apparently, the bartender, um, there was only two weddings in, there that day. The yeah, like, he's lost. Like, I think you need to go to another ballroom. And he was escorted back. Oh, but I didn't gosh. even know that he missed like an hour of the reception because he was he hanging was out over there. He was chilling on the other. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.